All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to The Jason Greger Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. If you gamble, use your game sense. Stay within your limit. Go to gamesense.ab.ca and learn more. And Seth, it's it's an interesting situation. Uh, all the, the teams that are dominant, eventually Detroit went through it. Chicago's going through it. Uh, L.A. did it for a short period of time. But eventually it seems to happen. Uh, the Penguins did miss the playoffs last year. Uh, they're in a battle right now. Uh, they definitely could make the playoffs. But... Like, is Dubas going to wait till the final hour, or do you think they have a plan regardless of what unfolds here in the next three weeks? Uh, they might have a couple plans. Um, I mean, they have five weeks here before the trade deadline. As we speak right now, they're only five points out of third place in the Metro division for the third place there. Um, they're actually closer to third place in the Metro than they are for the last wild card spot. So, and the Metro's uh, just about every team other than say maybe Carolina and the Metro's kind of had some, some issues here as of late. So, uh, the Penguins aren't necessarily alone in terms of maybe uh, you know treading water here, but um, yeah, I, I think Kyle Dubas is more than resigned to give this group a, a chance to kind of prove itself uh, going into the trade deadline. I, I don't think that uh, um, he feels any pressure or need to make a move right now to to, to improve or augment this team in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I think he's willing to give them uh, uh, you know due diligence, you know, do his due diligence, allow them uh, their opportunity to succeed or fail here over the next. Uh, uh, five weeks in terms of determining the direction that they take. When you look at at a guy like Gensel, and we saw first rounders for Lindholm and Monahan, so I think a first rounder would be number one. But uh, like, how how much more of a return are we talking? Uh, a first round pick and a high prospect. You know, do you think he has that much value? He's twenty nine. You know, he's a UFA. I don't even know what what his number is going to be in free agency, but I'm but I'm guessing it's going to start with at least an eight. I would think maybe even nine. 
Yeah, uh, as far as a potential return, I mean, I, I think the conversation starts with uh, a first-round pick and maybe an NHL-ready prospect who's, um, if he's a forward, he's a he's, he has to be like say like a top six forward. Um, uh, but you, I mean, you look at like as you mentioned the trade for uh, Elias Lindholm there. I mean, that uh, there, there were a few more components involved there, so I would imagine uh, the Penguins would probably uh, being cognizant of that, maybe ask for a little bit more than uh, just a, a prospect and a draft pick and whatnot. So. Um, as far as the financial concerns are, go- I think if Jake Hansel were to resign with the Pittsburgh Penguins, I think he'd be willing to take a bit of a haircut knowing that guys like Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malk, and Chris Letang have all kind of, you know, uh, maybe taking the low market value to stay here. So, uh, but if he goes to open market and he's a free agent, he's going to go to the highest bidder. I mean, I think it starts at 8 million. I mean, you maybe look at, say, a William Nylander in Toronto, what was 11 million, I believe, for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I would argue Jake's in that category of, uh, in terms of being an impactful player. He's been a multi time 40 goal scorer he's been a stanley cup champion uh been a very was a very important part of that 2017 stanley cup uh championship he's a couple you know rookie goal scoring records and things like that during that one run that one year um probably would have had a few more uh um 40 goal seasons if injuries hadn't kind of cropped in but um and he's uh you know he's still on the right side of 30 here so um Again, I think it depends on uh, just what direction the Penguins will take here for all those things. But uh, just in terms of a dollar amount, I think Jake Gensel would be at the very least flirting with say ten million a year, fairly. Wow! That's, uh, now, when, when you look at this team, what has been you know like the biggest issue for them this year? Because on paper, you'd look at their talent and think they should be better, but they're not. Why? Um, I would say the biggest issue, I mean, there's a lot of little issues that have all kind of contributed to their underwhelming performance so far, but I would say the biggest issue has just been their power play. Um, they're, I, I think as of right now, 31st in the, in the league out of 32 teams. And this is a group that has Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Eric Carlson, uh, guys like Ricard Raquel, Jake Gensel, others. Um, they shouldn't be this bad. They shouldn't even be average. They should be at least a top 10 power play. If this power play is even average, they're right now in a in a in a um, in a playoff seating at this moment, uh, but it's just been a just a cataclysmic you know series of errors for whatever reason uh, that's led to their power play being just so so awful. I mean, it's not even that it's just not scoring. I mean, often nights it just it just sucks the life out of them. I mean, they're they're having struggles with five on three on you know, five on threes and um, you know you know you know long extended power plays that go beyond two minutes. Uh, um, they're having trouble even putting you know pucks on net, things like that. So, um, if their power play, if they can get any, gain any traction, just be average. They probably very much solidified their case for being a playoff team. But uh, to this point, it's just been a just a massive failing. Seth Rohrbaugh joins us uh, from Pittsburgh. <laughs> it's been a massive failing. I, like the power play struggles to me are mind blowing. I, I don't, I, I don't really get it. Right. And I know people, wow, it's Eric Carlson. I'm like, come on. Like if, if you put Carlson and Chris Letang, it, it can't be that monumental difference from one player to the next that it would be this bad. Like I could see if it maybe went from fifth to 14th. Right. I, I'm like, okay, yeah. maybe there's a little bit of a, of, you know, chemistry that's lacking, but to, to be this bad and, and really they, they had, I think like a three week stretch. It was pretty good. But other than that, it's, it's still hovered around bad Seth. Like when you watch their power play, like the games I've watched at times, it looks like there's just a lot of uncertainty. It's almost like, well, no, you take the shot. No, you take like they, there's no one who's really grabbing hold of the power play, which is odd because they should have a lot of alpha male attitudes on their team. Yeah, I, I was curious about that whenever Eric Carlson came on board in August. Um, you know, I talked to Mark Mathod, his former defensive partner in Ottawa, and he, he said Eric 
when he was there in Ottawa, was very much the alpha male on that team. Uh, wasn't afraid to ruffle some feathers. And more or less, you know, more often than not, he was the best player on that team as well in San Jose. So um, he could maybe, you know, be in a commanding position like that. Uh, whereas Pittsburgh, I mean, you have a hierarchy that's well-established with Sidney Crosby, you know, Chris Letang, Evgeny Malkin. And I, I'm not necessarily sure Eric's been nearly as bold in terms of uh, just imposing his thoughts on things. Uh, uh, that's not to say he's uh, a wallflower or shrinking violet or anything like I, since he's joined Pittsburgh, but I just don't know that he's necessarily uh, um, been as free, I guess, to, to offer his thoughts on, on that in, in the power play compared, compared to maybe other situations for him. So, okay. um, but yeah, there's to, to your original point there. I mean, there's, it just doesn't seem like a very certain approach uh, for the guys on the ice. I mean, they draw on it every day. They, they work, you know, everything from entries to, you know, rotation to, 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 you know, passing drills and everything like that in practice. And, you know, Todd Reardon, the associate coach here who's uh, been here in a previous stint and had a lot of success when Crosby, Malkin, and Latang were much younger in their careers, um, he knows what he's doing. It's just for whatever reason, it just hasn't translated to, to much traction whatsoever for this group. As of now, they're sort of trying to break it up into two different groups. It's interesting to note uh, Crosby right now is kind of on the first group with Gensel, Brian Rust, uh, Riley Smith, and Chris Latang. And they moved Evgeny Malkin and Eric Carlson to a second group, along with guys like Jeff Carter, Lars Eller, uh, Eric, and um, uh, another player I'm missing off the top of my head here. But um, they're trying anything. They're not. They're, they're flipping over any rock here to find any kind of solution here, even going so far as to break up a couple of their you know, franchise players here. Let's say the Penguins get on a roll, their power play wakes up. Would they add at the deadline? Could you see a situation where... The- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. They're adding? Um, they could. I think they'd be very much interested. I mean, that, that would be standard operating procedure here in Pittsburgh as it has been for 15 years. The only component to that or obstacle to that would be um, cap space. They would have to clear some significant salary uh, to, to move people off, uh, off move the roster to add anyone significant. So um, I think as of right now, uh, you know, before they sent Jesse Pugliarvi, 
I think they were like 46 grand of salary cap space. So, um, and they have someone coming off LTIR maybe. So, I mean, they, they would need to clear significant salary cap space if they wanted to add anyone of significance. Um, they probably could stand to add maybe another, uh, you know, top six uh, winger. You know, Riley Smith's been underwhelming here at times. Um, certainly you always can maybe add a bottom six player, you know, maybe some depth on your you know bottom defensive pairings, things like that. But um, if salary cap space wasn't an issue, I think they definitely would add, add a, a player of significance, uh, uh, assuming they are in a playoffs position. Yes, yeah, Paul Yarvi signs a two-year deal, uh, 800, uh, 800K AAV for the Penguins. Uh, they signed him after his hip surgery, went down to the minor leagues and, and played quite well, and they just wanted to see kind of how he would hold up. Uh, where do you envision him fitting in the lineup for the Penguins when he first gets gets in? Well, based on what they've done the pra- in practice the past two days, he's going to probably start on their third line, playing the right wing with uh, two other former first-round picks, Lars Eller uh, and Ricard Raquel. So, um, I, I don't know how many of the third lines in the league have three first rounders on it, but yeah. um, that's a pretty talented group. Um, you know, and, and yes, Jesse Pulley as you guys in Edmonton know, big body is, you know, knows how to use it. Maybe not the most, certainly not the most physical guy in the, in the world, but, um, can, can, you know, bully his way around a little bit here and there. At least that's what he showed in the American league with Wilkes Barre Scranton. So, um, and they've had problems with their bottom six for much of the season. So I think, you know, Jesse Pugliarvi and nothing else gives them a, a pretty good option to turn to or a viable option to turn to in terms of maybe getting a little bit more out of their bottom six. So, um, you know, to start things off, I think they're going to maybe, you know, see what he can do there. I mean, he's a right winger, and that's the one position the Penguins are pretty well solid in in terms of right wing. So, yeah. I mean, they have Ricard Raquel there. They have Brian Russ there, you know, perennial 20-goal scorer. So, um it's not necessarily an area of need in terms of their top six, but I think they want to at least at the very least, just start him off maybe a little bit slowly on the third line. And again, like you say, he's, like I said earlier, he's playing with uh, two pretty accomplished players there and Lars Eller and uh, Ricard Raquel. Seth, we appreciate the uh, update. It's going to be uh, fascinating to watch uh, Jake Gensel. Cause if indeed he gets on the market, uh, he will be a rather sought after player for a lot of teams. So could be an interesting uh, return. And I wonder would that kickstart the beginning of a rebuild in Pittsburgh? Like if they move Gensel, is, is that, is that the sign that, okay, uh, we're going, or is it simply a sign? Well, we don't think we can afford him at 10 million, but, uh, we're not ready to put up the white flag for next year. It's probably a retooling and not a rebuild. Okay. Uh, frankly, a, a rebuild does not start in Pittsburgh unless, you know, Sidney Crosby is no longer part of the roster. Okay. I've, you know, we've seen a lot of rebuilds here in Pittsburgh and they, they've resulted in getting Mary Lemieux and Sidney Crosby. The Penguins wouldn't do with that again unless Sidney Crosby is no longer part of the roster. Great stuff, Seth. Appreciate your time. Take care, Jason. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.